smaller on the outside. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, SotoCast, the first, the best, and the only Doctor Who podcast that you just can't miss. My name is Dave, and I will be the Time Lord with you this evening, and with me as always is... Andy. Who will be a witch. (laughs) Something like that. Guys, welcome to the podcast. If this is the first time that you're listening to us, we welcome you. Thank you for joining us. If you like what you're listening to, make sure that you subscribe, rate, review us, tell your friends about us, because there's lots more where it came from. And if you don't know what it's all about, it is a Doctor Who podcast, primarily. But when Doctor Who's off the air, sometimes we talk about other shows. So uh, just keep that in mind when, when talking about Doctor Who and so on and so forth. Yada, yada, yada. Today, yada, yada. we're talking about... Yep. We're talking about the eighth episode of Doctor Who. This one's called The Witch Finders. Another one not uh, written by Jibnall. I think he stopped writing for the show. <laughs> Joy Wilkinson. Joy Wilkinson. You know, Who has there... not written any other episodes either. No. You know, there's that, n- that happened last time too, right? Correct. There is no Doctor Who news that I know of this week at all. Nothing. Okay. I mean, there's a rumor floating around about next year, but I'm not going to talk about it because it really, really is rumorville. It's talk, you're talking about, you know, way off in the future, uh, and there's there's no real way to know because there's been no official announcements about anything. So, because it's rumorville, I'm not going to talk about it. There's some rumors floating around there about next year if you if you've heard about them. Don't look too deeply into them. I have take, not. Take it w- with a grain of salt, because it don't really, you know, it is what it is. This episode, called The Witch Finders, is the eighth episode of the series, so really the series is almost done. Yep. When you think about it. That tends to happen when we're starting to get into December. Yep. And, uh... I don't, not yet, but... Almost. I don't know if I updated everybody on the comics situation... I think I told you about it. I'm not sure if I told the podcast about it. The way that it's doing it is that the first four issues is one full story. And the first four, four issues aren't even done until early next year. And so I was Doctor one... Who will continue past the end of this season. Yeah. The, the podcast will because I'm going to be talking about the stories as a whole. Not so much about the issues because think about it. You're talking about an episode of the Doctor Who and then... You, you the stop, Doctor Who. The Doctor Who. And you stop talking about it five minutes into the episode. And you're like, uh, <laughs> not much to talk about. But as a whole, story-wise, you got the prequel comics, and then you got what's going on right now with the story-wise. It's going to go into early, you know, next year, and then we can talk about that. And I was wondering if the issues for season for the 13th Doctor uh, was going to end... After those four issues. It's not. I can see that they're starting another story after that. There is a fifth issue. So I'm not entirely sure where they're going with it. So. Well, I mean, you know, the Doctor Who comics have kind of just... They've been different series, you know, and different Doctors. And there's just always something going on. There's so something. Sure they'll, they'll something going on. I mean, they got, they're got they doing that. And then they got those uh, radio shows that they like to do. You know, hey. Oh, yeah. The uh, Big Finish. Big finish. I haven't really listened to any of those. I've, I have had a, a a couple that I wanted to check out, but I haven't. There's so many of those, but it, it, I really like to go back and see some of the ones where they have the old doctors come back. You know, that'd be pretty yeah. Cool. I think the was the most recent one that they did was a, another Torchwood project. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did a Torchwood. Basically, yeah. they're treating it like the the next season of Torchwood, right? Basically, yeah. So that's that's what they were doing. It, it kind of fooled everybody because they thought there was going to be an actual physical video season of uh, Torchwood, but that wasn't the case. It's Although just, you just know, uh, uh, John Barrowman is is free now on the Arrowverse. He could uh, he could certainly do that. He could, but who knows? Because isn't he supposed to be like never dying? Mm, no, I don't think so. But well, I don't remember exactly that- what happened. That is until his head gets cut off and he becomes sure, the they, face they, of They can Bo. always... Oh, no, you mean... Okay, I, I thought you were talking about an Arrowverse. No, I'm, I mean <laughs> Doctor Who. 
In Doctor Who, yeah. Well, no, he dies at some point, but billions of years in the future. But he's uh, the face of yeah, Bo. They could always, they could always uh, bring him back, you know. Yeah. They could, but uh, it's just a matter of creators have changed in Doctor Who, and and uh, and Torchwood has been off the air for many years, and so does anybody that's currently producing these things actually care enough about? About Captain Jack to bring him back. I don't know. Right. And specifically because we have a new showrunner, it's like, eh, do we really care to bring him back at this point? Eh, I don't know. Like with uh, with Stephen Moffat, it made sense because Stephen Moffat created Captain Jack. So yeah. it would have made sense for him to bring him back. But uh, And he was going to be in A Good Man Comes, Goes to War. Yeah. He was going to be in that, but he couldn't make it. Right, and that's people have. I think they theorized that. Uh, I think it was the good man that goes to war. Is that where they had the headless monks and all that? Yeah, they they theorized that if he actually um, showed up in that episode, they would have cut off his head, and he would have ended up officially becoming the face of Bo. Oh, <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> people, it's been a theory, but you know, wow, that would have been cool. So would he have been the the dude to be have his head cut off instead of uh, Dorian Maldivar? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. The one that actually ends up saying Doctor Who, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I don't know. So the Witchfinders. Um. So if anybody out there is a big fan of uh, time travel shows other than Doctor Who, there's another show out there called DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and there was a an episode this season. About uh, witch hunts. Sa- it was Salem, yeah, witch hunting Salem. Uh, now, when I when this episode started, I thought they were in Salem, and I was like, didn't they just have an episode about this? I was like, oh wait, 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 no, that was Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> right. I get the two confused a lot, and then and then Timeless. You know, I I used to get those, you know, get some of those uh, stories mixed up as well. So now I I mean I get the whole witch hunt in the past a little bit confused obviously uh salem wasn't the only place that did it obviously right they're just the most famous right so it now when i went to school and heard about witch trials and whatever i i heard mostly about the whole uh dunking a witch in water and seeing if they drown the the thing that they do in this episode that's what i mostly heard about right and obviously i guess burning them at the stakes but according to what I saw from Legends of Tomorrow, it seemed to, to be that in Salem they burn the witches, and no, in... no, they, didn't they hang them? I think burning is what people thought happened, but hanging is what they actually did. The hanging, yeah. Okay, and then I think, this bur- one I think was... burning was was an older thing, like uh, much much earlier than that. Okay, and in this episode, it was it was the drowning thing. Yeah. Which was the whole idea is that if it's ridiculous, first of all, it, so it is. Yeah. No matter what, they're going to die. Yeah. If they drown, then they're not a witch; they're innocent. And if they survive, then they're put to death. But no matter what, they're going to drown because witches. <laughs> yeah. um, and eventually, they figured that out over time when everybody started to drown and that was all that ever happened i'm guessing it is what it is but hey you know both legends of tomorrow and doctor who at least mentioned the whole point of pricking a witch's uh mark and saying if they were a true you know agent of satan that their mark wouldn't bleed what what does that mean well, in exactly. I don't know. I have no idea what that actually means. It's it, it, uh, the mark in Legends of Tomorrow was a birthmark. Okay. In this, they just mentioned it, so they didn't ever do it. They just mentioned it. Right. So yeah, the stabby thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> the stabby thing. Uh, uh, some kind of pinprick. Uh, and the idea is that the witch wouldn't bleed if it was a real witch. Because magic. Where do they get these ideas, man? <laughs> they read them in a book or something? So, okay. So this was an interesting episode because, once again, it kind of is historical, but at the same time, it's not. Yeah, it's a historical idea, but it's not an actual historical story. Because wasn't the whole idea, it was like this whole witch trial 
area, people involved in it didn't actually happen, or at least not in the way that history books... Basically, these people, uh, the Doctor and the Companions, didn't know anything about this story uh, as if it never happened. That's what they thought, it never happened. But in reality, in the end, it was just wiped from his history, basically. It was wiped from history because it, it wasn't witchcraft. But it was close to it because it was kind of magical because it was aliens and stuff like that. And uh, th- this is one reason why I, ca- I actually kind of like this episode because of Doctor Who history of explaining things away uh, from an alien perspective. You know, like... Right. Uh, like they've had the vampires and they've had the werewolves before. This is witches. They've done they've done witches before as well. Well, Remember, okay. uh, it was uh, the what's his name? <laughs> what's you know his what I'm name? talking about? No, <laughs> you don't. You don't remember the episode? It was David Tennant and it was uh, uh, Martha Jones, and it was. Yeah, that's why I don't really remember too much of Martha Jones stories. It was, it was her first story, I think. Think, or second story, actually, because the first one was the hospital. The hospital. Shakespeare. That's what I was thinking of. Shakespeare. Shakespeare's a witch's thing? Yeah. Well, that's different because the Shakespeare episode was kind of like... Wasn't Shakespeare, like, explaining... Kind of explaining Shakespeare on, on his experiences. Uh, it turned out to be kind of like witches, but... His stuff wasn't writing about witches. His stuff was writing about other things, like not ghosts, was it? He didn't. No, he wasn't ghosts. That was uh, the other guy. The other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Charles <laughs> Dickens. Dickens. There you go. Um, um, but no, it, but these guys, these guys were total witches in that episode, and it was supposed to be about. It was all about the power of words, right? And the power of words can both, you know, create a good play and create spells, that sort of thing. Well. Okay, and, and what I like about witches in this one, well, it's good old-fashioned witches, right? It, it, it's actually historical idea of witches and a classic witch, but it's also the fact that we're able to take a female doctor and use that as a, uh, a witch trial, which is yeah. something we were you know never able to do before just because it was well, a male it doctor. Well, in the past, it would have been a companion. That's what would have happened. But, yeah, for sure, uh, I'd say as soon as the episode started and I knew they were in the witch trials, I'm like, okay, they're, they're totally going to they're totally gonna call the Doctor a witch. I know it at some point. <laughs> well, they got it. It's a little predictable, but... Well, think about it. She has a magic... On the one magi- hand, she's got a, she's got a wand. Yeah, you know, I, I, said, I said they were going to totally call that a wand when they saw it. It has to, because <laughs> it, it looks like a, and acts like a magical wand and all that. Uh, and she dresses more modern, which is kind of witchy, or at nobody, least... Yeah, nobody changed their outfit for this this period, which is weird. Well, they didn't think they were in the right time period, right? Oh, is that right? I didn't, I didn't notice that. They were looking for, uh, what, the coronation of a queen or something like that, and it just okay. turned out to be the wrong time at the wrong place. But uh, that's what they ran into, is just witchcraft and stuff like that. So the episode starts, and uh, the doctor wants to bob for an apple. Okay? That's, like, one of her dreams come true. She gets to bob for an apple. Um, <laughs> what a dream. <laughs> what a dream. And then she, then they kind of run into an actual um, witch trial where a lady is basically drowned to death as a witch. The doctor tries to save her unsuccessfully, uh, which was interesting because... She was telling her uh, friends, her companions, not to interfere uh, interfere with something uh, because it is a historical type of thing. Well, when does the doctor uh, listen to their own advice? Well, sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't. I guess because these people aren't technically historical characters. It's just more of a historical time and historical event. I don't know if in the past when all these trials were happening, if anybody actually tried to interfere because if they did, they were probably put down. <laughs> um, but right. it, same thing happened to Well, if you interfered, they, they call you a witch, basically. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow did the same exact thing where they had to... Um, stop the witchcraft, and then obviously they were called a witch, and eventually, anyway. Let's see. But to stop people from seeing her as a witch, I guess she kind of pulls out her her magic paper. That, Psychic paper. 
Yep, Psychic Paper tells them that she is the, what, the Grand, um, Witch Finder? It was the Witch Finder General, I think. That's right. But that doesn't stick for long, because when they meet King James, that is the King James that wrote the Bible. Played uh, by Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming, yeah. I knew he was coming up. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> um, I knew he was going to show up. I had no up. idea. I thought that was, that was a nice surprise. I didn't know he was coming. I didn't know who he was playing, though. Um, so King James, the guy who played, uh, wrote the Bible. Wrote the Bible. That's right. Wrote the King James Version of the Bible. That's right. At th- I think at this point, he just wrote the Old Testament. No New Testament, just Old, I think. No, no, no. I don't think that's the case. He they, he just focuses on it, I guess. Oh, okay. Well, I, I thought because they were like, oh, his uh, his new book, the Bible, or whatever it was. And then she's like, oh, yeah. And then the sequel that's going to come out. No, he he quotes the Old Testament, and then she's like, "Yeah, well, you should check out the other part." <laughs> check but out anyway, the other part. Um, yeah. So this is was confusing to me. So this is just some small town, right? Yeah. What is the king doing there? <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand. I, throughout the episode, I thought the king was gonna be an alien. Like it was. I thought he was a fake. Yeah, I thought he was like a fake. Yeah, a fake that was impersonating King in order to get his task accomplished. But that's not even the case at all. I thought it was kind of weird. I, I I don't know too much about King James. I didn't know that he participated in witch trials. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, I am not all that educated in uh, English history. So maybe, maybe the guy that wrote that version of the Bible uh, participated in witch trials. I mean, there is a religious undertone to it about agents of Satan and and all that. So who knows? Who knows? So throughout this episode, they're trying to basically convince these town folk that uh, they're crazy. I mean, when it really comes down to it, it's like, if you kill these people, is your conscience clear? Are you as bad as them? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, basically, they even bring into question, what if you kill these people by mistake? And then she, the, the woman's like, well, um, if they're innocent, they ha- they should have nothing to fear. you know." But Be- then they drown. They drown. But then they go in, into <laughs> heaven. They, they, they go into oh, heaven. I see, I see what... Yeah, 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 yeah. but then how are you... Like, in, in terms of religion, you just, kill, you just killed somebody, which is, you know, a big no-no, obviously. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the Ten Commandments, but... To them, obviously, they are casting away an agent of sa- Satan, which is a a religion, uh, religious act. And because they are doing something that is so holy, then God will forgive them if they accidentally kill somebody <laughs> who is not a witch. Which is here's 100% it, of the interesting. Time. During all this, you know, the doctor also... The doctor mentions that they're not a big believer in Satan, right? Right. I'm thinking uh, the Satan pit episode. I, I was thinking that, too. When she said that, I was like, wait a second. They had now, that episode. Now, now, the doctor, when they were in the Satan pit, the doctor sort of didn't really believe it was the b- biblical Satan. So, on that sense, I can understand that. But still, it would have been nice to have some kind of reference to that. Well, that episode was so good. And if it's not the biblical Satan, may whatever. You know what it it's as close as the show will ever get. Right. With that whole Basically the doctor so predicted ancient. that maybe the doctor predicted that maybe the biblical Satan was based on that sort of. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, right. that makes sense, yeah. But I, I like it because it had that ancient text that Yeah um yeah, that even the TARDIS couldn't translate because it was so yeah, old. Cool. So that whole entire what two part episode, right? Yeah, two parts. Satan Pit uh, and uh, what was the second one called? Or is that is that the second one? I think it was the, the second Impossible one. Planet was the first. Impossible one. Planet. I was thinking. Yeah, those I like two episodes. Yeah, I like those stories. Should at least be mentioned in this episode if you're going to be talking about Satan. Come on. Yeah, that would have been nice to reference. But again, they don't they don't super like referencing older things too many times. But yeah, sometimes yeah. they do. So, on to what's actually happening in this episode. What, what's the actual threat? Well, we got some killer mud. 
<laughs> Killer mud. <laughs> it's not actually mud. It is an alien life form that kind of looks like mud and takes over people's life forms. But if you take a look at this religiously, how is, you know, Adam supposedly created was through, you know, dirt and, and mud and, and whatever, right? So, right. So it, it kind of takes even a more of a biblical look at it if you want to see it that way. It's not exactly forming people, but it is taking over their bodies. Right. So we kind of have zombies in this episode, in a way. It, yeah, it's re- alien zombies. Their uh, corpse are reanimated. So it even yeah. makes it look even more like there are actually witches because they came back from the dead. And they're pretty gross looking. A little bit. You know, I, I would say probably Walking Dead looks worse. These kind of <laughs> look like more like kind of in-between zombies and ghosts. You know, they well, got... they're muddy. They're muddy. That's they're the, muddy. The gross They're part. muddy. They're yeah. dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I guess when they throw away the witches, they throw them into a mud pit. I don't know. Where else are you going to put them? They buried them, and then, you know, they came <laughs> out of the, the ground then. Right. So, okay, this is also something like Legends of Tomorrow, that one episode, because the witch that they killed in the beginning, she had, what is it, was it a granddaughter, a daughter? Um, right, yeah, that was similar as well. Legends of Tomorrow had the same exact thing, except in Legends of Tomorrow, it was, the, the granddaughter was, wasn't actually a witch, but for, you know, crap's sake, we'll say that's the case. She had magical abilities one way or another. And in this, they kind of wanted to gear towards that idea because they eventually do, even though she is not magical at all. But when it comes down to the blame game and needing to blame somebody because you need somebody to be demonic and an an agent, a spawn of Satan... (laughs) Yeah, you know, you need a scapegoat, and she was next, basically. This daughter of the witch. And the reason why was basically because she was in the wrong place at the wrong time. She was at the mud pit when uh, all that crap went down. When uh, we have some rising of the dead witches. And if you're caught in the middle of that... She very quickly went to blame the doctor, though. Well, that's well. It it doesn't take too much because of her magic wand. So basically, the doctor is arrested. But you know, while all this is happening, I'm trying to figure out what exactly is happening with uh, Graham, Ryan, and Yaz. I know that Ryan is hanging out with King James. Graham, I don't know. He kind of pops in and out at random times. Same with Yaz, really. Graham and Yaz, what were they doing? They were off somewhere else. Playing chess? It looks, like, they... all th- it looks <laughs> like all three of them were off somewhere else. At first, so I don't think uh, Ryan stayed with the king. Because they were all sort of somewhere else when the doctor started being uh, taken to the trial, right? Yeah. But I don't remember what they were doing. Were they just looking for evidence and they didn't, they didn't know what was going on yet? Yeah, I guess, probably. Kind of all kind of split up. Yeah, I've, I, I don't know. Which makes what the plot of the episode a little bit water thin because their characters mm-hmm. stop being super important. Yeah. Um, because it's really primarily focused on the doctor. Uh, oh, okay. They were following the mud creatures around. Like, they followed them back to the house. Yeah. And then they were following them back, and then they, they heard the. Uh, the witch trial happening, so they went back. Well, I have to, yeah, they gotta save the doctor, because the doctor is over there about to get drowned to death. But yeah, um, they were trying to figure, they were trying to, you know, follow those people and I guess figure out what was going on, but the doctor had already sort of figured it out. Well, that's what the doctor does. Um, I think it's around this point that we kind of get a little bit understanding of what's going on. The, um, the woman behind everything who is killing all these women, calling them witches and all that, she herself is possessed by mud. Seems, uh, that seems like a a, uh, a uh, message. Like, a lot of time when you hear people, you know, accusing other people of things, they're often the ones uh, guilty of it. <laughs> yeah, whoever smelt it, dealt it. 
Yes. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's possessed by mud, and apparently that made her think that she was possessed by Satan. Like, well, of course, in those in that it, time, in her mind, that meant that she had opened herself up to Lucifer. And so she projected on everybody else, basically. And yeah, yeah. So she she thought that maybe she could come clean, maybe uh, that maybe her soul wasn't. She did the work of God that that, right, right, that, right. The, that Satan would exit would be expelled from her or something. Yep. Um, so that's basically her idea. She does enough God work, then maybe it's okay <laughs> that she's doomed. <laughs> um so no she basically she thinks that it would it would leave her i think if she did enough of that but it didn't work didn't work because that's not exactly what's going on mud right. is not satan and what she's doing was not good either <laughs> yeah murder is a little questionable a little bit in the gray area <laughs> so they dunk the doctor in uh, her companions show up, tell her, get her up right now because she's not a witch, blah, 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 blah. All the while, the real witch, the lady who's killing everybody, she's like crying mud um, because it's just like mm-hmm. leaking out of her. Maybe she's doing enough. She's starting to do enough God work that the mud is leaving her body, right? <laughs> not quite. Not quite. Uh, so they... They try to lift the, the log again, and, and the doctor's no longer chained to it. Apparently, she's just a very good Houdini impersonator. She, she can, spent some time with Houdini, it said. That's right. She can hold her breath. She can get out of chains, probably without breaking her and, thumb in the process. Uh, now, I don't know if this was intentional, but uh, the TARDIS wiki says that there are audio... Uh, there's an audio story called Smoke and Mirrors. There's, uh, I think, a book called Houdini and the Space Cuckoos and a comic Space Cuckoos uh, another book called The Great Escape and a comic called Theater of the Mind all of these featuring Harry Houdini in Doctor Who stories (laughs) so it could be referencing those things but most likely it was just an offhand comment they didn't really research (laughs) unless like Chibnall is such a huge Doctor Who fan that he he knows (laughs) these uh, stories I don't think Which anybody knows is. all of those stories. There's so many you know, books and comics and audio plays that I don't. I don't think anybody could know them all. <laughs> right. Oh, you know this is interesting. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, the doctor had her blue shirt the entire episode, but when she came out of the water, her shirt like looked black. I mean, obviously water's gonna make uh, waterlogged probably. your clothes darker, but it really did. Well, look her hair was darker black. too because of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, her, her hair, it's, it's like, um, she didn't look quite blonde. She looked like... Uh, her roots are coming through. <laughs> her roots. That's what's going on. She gets out, and she basically uh, complains about everything and starts... She acts like it's, you know, like a mystery where you, you say how it all happened and what went wrong in the first place, and that's basically how basically how the episode goes. How did the episode end? They uh, they get rid of the demon, right? They get rid of the uh, mud demon. Well, they uh, they took the tree, and I think they created fire from that tree, which was that green fire. Yeah, so basically alien kryptonite, and they, they used that to... They burned the um, the tendril coming out of the mud again, and that, that caused it to go back down, and... Maybe they just went all back into the ground. I don't remember. Went back into the ground, kind of caged the beast, if you will. Um, You know, which is super... Reactivated the prison, maybe. Which is super interesting. You know, it's kind of a trope when it comes down to monsters and demons about locking them in cages um, and things of the nature, especially for stories that take place back in the day. We have movies that do it and everything. I just saw one that did the same thing where it it really is a trope where you have this problem that you have to take care of. It doesn't mean you have to necessarily kill it, but trap it in a way that it'll never escape. That's like uh, something you see all the time, but it's interesting to see specifically for stories that do take place in the past. 
because okay. the s- stories, like legends and, and myths, uh, that's where the trope actually comes from, is from stories that took place way back when. So uh, right. it's nice to see that actually take place in the time frame where it probably makes the most sense for that to happen. And if you think about the other episode with the with the uh, you know the Satan pit, he was locked up in a, in a uh, cage as well. Yeah, it's also a, re- a religious thing. Obviously, uh, stuff like that happens in the Bible as well. So, um, which is probably where a big inspiration comes from because this is a slightly religious themed uh, episode. Slightly, slightly. <laughs> Um, but that's basically it. They get rid of the demon. Uh, King James goes on his way. And they hop in the box and they fly away. That's it. And that's the... Where did they go? And, and then off, 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 they, off they run. Into... I think that's what they say when they disappear. It's like, where did they go? <laughs> where, where, where did they go? Uh, write that in your next book, man. Alright, so... What'd you think of the episode? It's alright. <laughs> I know you're more into supernatural things than I am. Well, think about Doctor Who is pretty much supernatural all the time. Uh, more alien than supernatural. But I yeah. mean, but, and, this and that's was what this alien. Was too. It was just like a supernatural take on an alien, just like with right. Charles Dickens. That was a supernatural take on an alien. It was yeah, still- and I wasn't, I wasn't super, I wasn't super thrilled with that episode either. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's. That's basically how it goes. Um, I, I liked it. Um, I like, probably for the most part, I like the fact that it was about classic witches um, from the whatever century that witch hunting and witch trials yeah, let's see, were. What, where, where were they? Like uh, 17th century, it says. It doesn't Sem- say specifically like what year or anything, just 17th century. Yeah, because it's just kind of something that happened a lot during that time frame um so it didn't matter so much about what specific year well you could probably look up king james and figure out approximately what part of the century that would have been but well actually no it said it said uh early 17th century early 17th century okay um, Bilehurst Craig and the enemies were called the Morax. Oh, I remember them. Yeah, the Morax. That was the that was the tree people. The the other witches from the Shakespeare episode, I believe, were Carrionite, if I remember correctly. Carrionite. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I think for the most part, it was an average episode. I don't think it was bad. Uh, I don't think it was, you know, necessarily fantastic either. It, it, it seems had... like that's the theme of this season. Yeah, a lot Nothing of them are like that. particularly bad, but a lot of just like, all right, you know, it's okay. You know, <laughs> the best it, way... it has entertaining moments. Yeah, the best way but I would... nothing like super memorable. Yeah, I, I, would, I would basically say they are good episodes to pass the time. The problem, there no, there's no connecting theme at all in this season, from what I can tell, which disappoints me. Yeah, I think I think that's what's what's uh, what's sort of uh, bumming me out this season is there's no like, we're not heading towards anything, you know. There's no, there's not a lot of actual like character development, you know. It's just sort of very procedural. Yes. And I'm not I'm not a big fan of that kind of TV. Procedural can work up to a certain point, and it can work yeah. if you if you have character development along with it. Yeah, it, the point is, it doesn't have a lot of room to grow. It can go to a certain point. Maybe it's the characters. Maybe maybe it's. Uh, Maybe it's the stories being at least somewhat interesting or the way that it's made. I don't know what it is, but it can only go so far until it needs to do something else. Um, yeah, there can be a there have been procedural episodes that are that are incredible like um, like blink. Yes, there's no real connection to anything in that episode, but it's really good, you know. 
There hasn't really been any of that this season yet. It changes because it, it changes the way that you see it because it's the way that it's maybe shot, you know, maybe the way that it's done or the way that it's written. Um, but again, you can only do that so much before, you know, people are going to start begging to see something else, something that connects it to something else, something that makes you think about the show in a different way. You know something, and there's been there's been plenty of uh, room for for uh, doing something more. Like uh, in the uh, Rosa episode, we saw that fu- guy from the future. That guy was interesting. They you know they they uh, did they shoot him off to the past? Was it? Yes. It would have been interesting to have him show up again, and you know maybe they could still do it, but it would have been a, a nice way to make make it feel like something's happening in the story. Um, you know, you have the relationship between between Ryan and Graham. They could do something with that. They it's just been kind of the same since the first episode. They haven't really done anything with it. Yeah, you know, kind you know, of maybe you know we've gotten a little bit of growth, I'd say, on Yaz since we saw her uh, mother and her was it her grandmother or great grandmother or something? Or I think it's just the grandmother. Grandmother. And and so we saw some a little bit of interesting aspects of her life through those episodes. Yep. But I don't know. It's just it seems like it's we're missing something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I would probably we, agree. We with need you. more of a connective tissue for the season, and it's just not there. Now, uh, kind of think about the way that God Friended Me is made on CBS. Uh, yeah. That's. I like that. That is a pretty pretty procedural show. Pretty much the same yeah. kind of idea happens every episode. There is one little thing that connects it, an overall arc, you know, but it's not... Yeah. What I really like about this show that's very different from other procedural shows is they call back to previous episodes a lot. They do. Like, like they, they, they um, uh, go back and check up on characters, you know, that they only met in that episode, and they, came, they come back, and... That's different. I, I don't see that very much in procedural episodes. It's like in procedural it's, shows. it's the idea of special guest stars that have a little bit, a very little bit of a recurring role. Not so much yeah. where it's like they have an arc where they're in for three episodes and then they're gone. It's like but then they're also here. you go with the yeah. the characters are also the relationships between the characters are also evolving each episode as well. So there's a connection there. So it's not just completely procedural. So I think. That would be a good way to do it. Is you have every episode its own story, but then the the characters sort of grow, you know, throughout that. Also, kind of like that was uh, Kiefer Sutherland's touch, uh, yeah, where they bit. had the characters kind of come back towards the end. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's uh, that's a good way to keep things interesting. Keep keep you invested so that you kind of want to see where they're going to go next even though you kind of know the next episode is going to be a little bit procedural and that's okay you still yeah. have this interest in what's going to happen next what, what what are we going to see next how are they going to change things i think a big problem with uh this season that i've noticed is it feels like there are gaps of time between the episodes that we don't see what happened and I think if they had removed that and made it so it's sort of like the between the first and second episode, we saw exactly what happened from the end of the first episode to the beginning of the second episode. Keep it going like that, and it would actually feel less procedural. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think they... It'd feel like a continuing story. I think they need more time in the TARDIS. Yeah, more time in the TARDIS for sure. Because, you know, we've seen the inside, we kind of have an idea of how it works, obviously because we've been watching the show forever. But, you know... You know, take a look around, you know, have more angles in the stinking TARDIS, you know, it, 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 instead of just seeing it for like two seconds before we're on to our next mission. Yeah. Know. You know, the TARDIS is a character in I think, itself. I think maybe we need a two-parter somewhere. Uh, now, season nine, I loved it because of all the two-parters. You know, there are a, there are some stories in there that didn't need to be two, two-parters, but I liked that they let the stories breathe there's not a lot of that in this they sort of have to rush through the whole thing at once because they're not they're not taking stories across episodes yeah at all 
So because they're doing that, it, it's some, sometimes things feel a little rushed and maybe we don't get the, the room for those stories to breathe like maybe they should. Yeah. Maybe some of that, maybe that would make these stories better if they had a little bit more time, you know? And, and, and they're longer episodes. Longer episodes. Yeah, like we kind of thought they were going to be. They're not really that much longer than they've ever they're been about before. Five minutes they're longer, really. <laughs> they're the same length. So it's like, you know, I. It, oh, yeah, this one, yeah, this one was 45 minutes. I thought they were going to be about 50 minutes each. But yeah, this is 45 minutes. It's like any other wow. show that we watch here in, you know, the States. So whatever. Yeah. 45 minutes. I don't know. I don't know where they're going with it. I hope they. It doesn't seem like they're going anywhere, and th- that it's frustrating because I think all the I think the doctor and the companions are for the most part pretty good. I, I think Graham is the best companion. <laughs> Everybody thinks but, that. Uh, yeah, but uh, and, but the doctor is. I think the doctor does a great job, and I think the other companions are are good as well. But they're just. I think they're not really getting a good chance to shine, and so I think it's frustrating for me for that. Well, it's kind it's of not, it's not like the it's not like the, these are this is a bad team or anything. I think there's there's a lot of potential there that's just not being used. I don't know. think Christopher Eccleston really had uh, his time to shine. I mean, he. He, he definitely had memorable episodes. He definitely he, had even, a very even, memorable character. Uh, but I, I, I keep on wondering where the show would have gone if he stayed on. But think about, think about um, Christopher Eccleston's season. There was a connected tissue there. There was, um, for one, you had uh, Rose going back in, and the story. Rose, you had Rose, her, her mom, and Mickey, and there was sort of a connection. They would have occasionally go back to Earth, and there would be sort of a continuing story there. Um, secondly, you had the story with uh, Captain Jack, and you also had the farting aliens, of course. Oh, you gotta have the and, farting and, aliens. And, and then, of course, you had the bad wolf connection between everything. So, even there, there, there wasn't a lot there, but there was enough to make it memorable, you know? Yeah. And even even though the farting aliens is, is a joke to everybody, you remember it, you know? <laughs> it may not be good, but you still remember it. Well, that's just that's, it. I yeah, think, bad, uh, what is it? There's no such thing as uh, bad, what, bad marketing, bad advertising, whatever, because if people recognize it or remember it, then they'll always be going back to see it. Whether it's for a good reason or a bad reason, it doesn't really matter. Uh, because memorable is memorable. Yeah, and that's my fear with this season is I'm going to be having a hard time remembering almost any of the stories in this season, except maybe Rosa. I think that's the most memorable one so far. Well, you know what's interesting um, is because maybe the comic has the best story of them all because it is a connected story from the three right? the three prequel um, comics to four full issues that connects everything together that lets things breathe out, rehash, uh, and uh, tell a complete story that we have to be continued uh, things going on. So <laughs> maybe that's see that's one thing I that's one thing I loved about the classic series. Ev- almost just about every single episode ended with a cliffhanger. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like. Even the ones that weren't, you know, you, you had like three or four parts, maybe even six or eight parts sometimes. But even the at the end of that, those eight part episodes, the end of it had a cliffhanger to the next story. Yeah. You know? Yep. I loved that. Even though the stories weren't all that great, I le- I really liked that connection. Right. I don't know. Um. Uh, so hopefully in the next two episodes... They're going to redeem themselves, yeah, right? that's right. We're going to have something really cool. It's going to be really memorable. I don't know. And yeah, so so I think if they don't, you know, I think that could be bad for for Jodie Whittaker it could and be. these companions because people will say, well, you know, she wasn't a good doctor. Well, no, that's not the case. 
She just didn't have great stories, you know? Definitely would. If she got into a situation where, uh, you know, the show gets bad ratings and then they have to make some kind of change, um... And then they might say, well, it was a mistake to have a female doctor. Yeah, and then we're just, you know, going back backwards in progress and then and you're, people, you're giving the you're giving all those people their validation yeah, the for people, saying, the people for saying that, that that don't like the doctor because she's female they're saying see we we told you so so um that would be bad yeah, you and don't want that it it would be completely unfortunate because it's not her fault she's a good doctor and i don't yeah, usually say that usually with the new doctor's first season for the most part it's usually after that right she she did a good job pretty much right away. It's just yeah. her stories are just neither here yeah. or there. They they could <laughs> easily be better too. It's not like they're terrible. It, it's not bad. It, that's the thing is it's not it's not necessarily bad. It just it, but it, it just take a a, it's a little not, tweaking. It's not remarkable. It doesn't stand out. It, just, it would just take a couple tweaking here and there that would actually make any of these episodes probably a whole heck of a lot better, a lot more memorable. Yeah. But it doesn't ever get to that specific point. So, it is what it is. Oh, man. Okay, so, like we said, only two episodes left. Uh, Unless you count the New Year's special, and then we're talking about three episodes. Uh, Right, it'll be two episodes and then, like, a couple weeks off and then another one back. That's right. So, we'll have... That I don't know if you and then you and then you're gonna do a podcast on the comics. I will tr- I will try to keep doing a, a podcast for the comic issues. Um, I don't know how many issues there are gonna be. I wish they would kind of tell us that in advance, so I kind of have an idea of how long it'll take. But I, I will try to do podcast episodes on the comics that are released for the Thirteenth Doctor. Like I said, the first four issues are one story, and then it starts a new one. I know that they have a fifth issue, so um, we'll see how that's going. I, I urge you to read it as well, because it's interesting, and I think, for the most part, uh, they... Is it better than the show? <laughs> I like it. I don't know. <laughs> I like it, like I said, and it's a continuing... You know, a continuing story which never happens. So, is it more memorable in terms of what the story is about? It's mysterious, and you want to know what's going on. Yeah. Um. You you do actually want to keep reading to the next article or issue because there is something that's going on. Even from the prequel comic series, uh, it's the same mystery that's brought into the actual comic series. So. Uh, there's a mystery that's going on. You kind of want to know what's going on and, and how it connects to everything. Um, I don't know. Which is now I wonder if these comics were. Do you think these comics were written after uh, the series was written? It was finished. Being the written. series? I don't know because, like I said, uh, Bradley Walsh's character calls the doctor "doctor" instead of "doc." Uh, which was weird. I-, I mean written, not necessarily filmed. Uh, because what I'm wondering is, is if they started writing the comics later on, you know, maybe that could give us an idea of maybe what the future of the show might be like as well. Yeah. But I don't know, I don't know how connected the comics are to the production of the show, if at all, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure how how it is connected like that. How some other things are more focused on being canon than this might be, but right, you know, it is what it is. It so far though, it is very interesting. It does feel like the Thirteenth Doctor when she's saying things. Um, and does it fit? So story wise, does it fit in with where where the episodes are happening, or is it like in between episodes, or how's that work? They don't reference anything happening in any episodes that I know of. Um, so they're just like on an, another planet and they're... Maybe it's like a between seasons thing. Yeah, it, it, it could be a between seasons thing. It could be a between episodes thing. Um, right. Because there's so many, there are so many gaps here, it's hard to tell. Because that's the one thing where it is like the season, where it's like an individual story that doesn't connect to the other ones. And it's just doing its own thing. 
Um, so it could take place at any given t- time. But it does have her three companions, Ryan, uh, Graham, and Yaz, in, in a new adventure. And I think for the most part, they have uh, a good sense of how these people act. I think the Doctor says brilliant once in it, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's an interesting comic so far. I'm I'm uh, looking forward to where they're gonna go with it. But you know, and then when that's done, I'll I'll make a podcast episode about it. I I just wish I could figure out a title for it because usually with comic issues, they have okay, this is issue one. There here's the title, part one, part two, part three. You know, that's not on here mm. at all. I as far as I could tell, I I haven't seen a title anywhere. So, whatever. Interesting. Maybe look up the uh, TARDIS wikia. They might have an article on that comic and see if they have, you know, a title. Like a for title, it yeah. I know that the um, the prequel ones. Maybe I'll use one of theirs. They they each yeah. they each have uh, a different title for their issues. The prequel ones do. Right. Uh, okay, so, anyways, do you have anything else to add about this episode? Uh, nope. Yeah, me either. I think we uh, pretty much covered it. Um, thanks for listening to us. We'll, we'll see you next week. Um, remember, if you like what you are listening to, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, rate and review us. Tell your friends about us. Um, and, uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything like that, suggestions, uh, email me at Dave at DaveExaminesMovies.com. Uh, you know, and if, even if you just want to shout out, you know, cool. All right. So until next week, we'll catch you next time. My name is Dave and I was the time Lord with you this evening. I'm Andy. Who was the companion slash witch warlock? (laughs) I don't know. Warlock. Um, but yeah, Will Wizard. What was that? <laughs> wizard. Wizard. Andy's the wizard. So, we'll catch you next week, I guess. So, uh, peace out. Peace out.